Good time of the day, and welcome to another episode of And When I Say I Mean, I am your co-host, Austin. And I am your other co-host, Adrian. Welcome back. Uh, Adrian, I have a desperately important question for you, uh, but I don't remember what it is. I know I need to ask you a question. Classic. Um, Just classic. I'm sure it was so important. It, it is very important. I'll I'll think of it. I'll think of it. Um, coming down the pipeline here but i i had a pretty okay. exciting day i got to use the word hail in conversation H-A- like as a greeting h-a-l-e not, not like hail friend no h-a-l-e as in like you're looking surprisingly good for for your age <laughs> i don't even know what that word okay the word in that definition means okay i didn't know that it implied that someone is old um, okay. So just, I thought it just meant that you're feeling healthy. Though I said it about myself, so that okay, that's okay. Um, so kind of like you could like Chris Chris Traeger would be Hale. Yeah, yeah. Or am if, I using that in the right like tense of of a person, especially an elderly one, strong and healthy. So he's only just sixty, very hale and hearty. Um, so you, how did you use it for yourself? So someone asked me how I was doing, and I wanted to say that I was feeling healthy, and so I said hail, and that was it. That so that was exciting. Nice. Is that is that a correct way of using that? Yeah. Okay. Congratulations. Thank I'm you. Very excited for you. Thank you. Um, I I need to think of this question yet, but. We'll get there. Did you, what did you do this week? Anything interesting? Yeah. So back last Friday, um, Becca and I went and had dinner with um, a couple from church, um, which was good. We got to hang out with their like. He was. He's like one and a half, maybe. I don't know how old he nice. is. Maybe he's two. Maybe he's two. Regardless, no, he's probably two. Um. Regardless, I'm pretty sure he might be able to spell better than I can. Okay. Now that's an exa- that's an exaggeration because he can only spell maybe like 30 words, but it's ridiculous the amount of words that he can spell. Um, what would be an for example? For a two-year-old, um, like farmhouse. Oh wow. Um, I could never spell farmhouse even to this day. I mean, again, granted. I can spell farmhouse as a 26-year-old, mm. but this is a two-year-old who is, like, reading and spelling, no, which is... well done, child, but no, it was a frustrating game for me. No, just spelling in general? Well, yes, but I was going to say horse specifically. I could never figure out what words came next. That's, that's When fair. I say words, I, totally of fair. course, I mean letters. Anyway, right. continue. So, not only... So, we had dinner with them, and we played Desert Island... Mm. Um, the child did not play Desert Island with us. It was a little too advanced for him. Desert Island um, a la The Office? No, Desert Island as in like, and by Desert Island I mean Deserted Island. No, Forbidden Island. That's the word okay. I'm looking for. It's like Forbidden, have you ever heard of, um, let me rephrase this. I'm going to start over again. Forbidden Island is a game that I have played before. We did not play Forbidden Island. We played Forbidden Desert. Oh, I have Which never. Which is heard why of that. I was why I was confused about Desert Island. It's like a co-op game where you have to gather pieces to this airship and then get off of the 
get out of the desert before the storm kills you. Okay. The storm killed us. Ooh. Um, so we died. Uh, but That's it was always fun. a bummer. Yep. And then Saturday morning, got up at approximately 4.30 a.m. to drive up to Mount Washington and hiked Mount Washington. By yourself? Um, as a pilgrimage? No. no. Uh, met up with some friends. Um, John Hopkins, a good friend from mm. Cedarville. Met him. Um, yeah, he now lives in uh, Connecticut area, so he came up for the oh. weekend to hike. And then some other friends, too. So that was good. It was beautiful weather, uh, beautiful hike. I hadn't hiked Mount Washington before, which is the tallest mountain in New Hampshire and the northeast and almost the east coast except for like a couple mountains I think like in one of the Carolinas or Tennessee something mm-hmm. like that so it's beautiful the leaves are changing the weather was great um afterwards I was like the most sore I have like ever been in my calf muscles especially like never have my calf muscles that's been a, that tight before yeah that's a weird place um it was it was pretty painful um and then sunday sunday went to church and then went to the deerfield fair um which is a good time um we ended our whole 30 yeah, at I saw the fair that. so so it was like what was the best fried item you had i didn't actually have too many fried items to be honest i Why wanted you to, even go to i the wanted fair? To, Okay, listen. <laughs> I wanted to get fried pickles, but they were like nine dollars or something oh, for like not that okay. many pickles. That's so like pass then. hard pass on that. Um I had a big Italian sausage and like a nice bun. It was the bread that was amazing, mm, uh let yeah. me tell you. Yeah. Um I had a soft pretzel which was okay. Mm. Um had some apple cider. That's which, sad about uh, the soft pretzel. Sweet apple cider, so good. I mean it it was okay. It wasn't as like fluffy as I would have liked, and I didn't have like a container for all of the mustard that I wanted. So mm. it was like, you know, yeah. Had some fries, which were good. Had a root beer float, which was also good. Um, that was kind of it for, um, for the fair. So I mean, not a whole lot of fair food, but still solid. Um, got to walk around. Got to see some animals. Baby pigs are just, like, maybe the cutest thing in the world. I don't know. They were my favorite, at least. Um, okay. Let me tell you. Maybe it's just nostalgia from seeing them at Grandpa and Grandma's or something. I don't know. Fair. But they're just adorable. I don't think it's just nostalgia. I think they're just adorable. Um. And then uh, Becca and I watched the children at church in the evening. Basically, it was just like turn on Veggie Tales. Did I tell? No, did classic. I say I watched Veggie Tales last week? Because no. we watched more Veggie Tales this week. Um, we watched Veggie Tales I had never seen before. We watched Mo and the Big Exit, which let me tell you was pretty funny. Uh, all of like the puns and stuff. What is it? Spot on. What is it like spoofing? It's it's Moses. Oh. Um, oh okay. It's like the the sequel to Little Joe. Oh, okay. Um, and so it's like Western themed, yeah. and so he's like the lone stranger. Okay. Um, oh wait, no, I've seen that. You have? Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember yeah, never when, seen it. but no, I've seen that. He comes nice. in, and a- Aaron talks to him, and Aaron is that tall, thin guy. 
He's probably celery now that I'm thinking about it. I think he's asparagus. Oh. Oh, okay. No, no, no. That yeah, the the celery's a villain. That's right. Yeah. Um and then we also watched Larry Boy and the Bad Apple, which I had never oh, seen we before. Did, we talked about we talked about VeggieTales at some junction because I remember Probably you talking about Larry because, Boy. <laughs> because I was proud. That's what we did last week. Man, when life um, hands you a lemon, just have some more root beer. Am I right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then, let's see, Monday. Monday, I did my hit class, which is probably a mistake mm. after hiking Mount Washington on Saturday. Oh, maybe. Um, but that's okay. Um I survived. I came out of it alive. Um, man, I was doing so well in my recap, and now I'm drawing blanks. Well, here, I remember the question that I was going to okay, ask Okay, go for it. How would you describe the movie Captain Fantastic in terms of Captain impression? Fantastic? Um, I think I went into it with low expectations. Yeah. And so when I watched it, I was like, huh, that was pretty good. Um, it was like, sorry, how am I supposed to be describing would you, it? Would you ever consider it to be fun? Um, yeah. Okay, great. That's all I needed. That's all I needed. Um, Gracias. Uh, that, that wouldn't be my first, like, descriptor. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's fun. But I don't, I don't think that would be my first, you know? Yeah. But it. It it was there are moments that are fun, mm-hmm. uh, but it's a rather serious movie, I suppose. I'm still trying. Yeah, I it, I'm still trying to negotiate meeting Viggo Mortensen. It's not going super well because he was went to your univer. He went to some university or something. Yeah. How next, are you meeting Viggo Mortensen? That that's the reason. Um, but uh, it's not going well. He doesn't want to be met so that makes Did it harder you reach out to him uh not personally okay so I he have, just doesn't want to show up. i have people okay um but that sounds like a fun week yeah it was pretty good um did you know i was in pittsburgh this weekend apparently no one I didn't, knew i did not know i assumed i would have seen some pictures but i no, didn't see no, any no pictures uh amelia and i were in pittsburgh this weekend visiting uh nice. anthony and alana from pittsburgh um we also visited my old college roommate and his wife mm-hmm. and their son who is like one almost um we visited some friends from up here that now live in the pittsburgh area mm-hmm. that was nice um nice ran into michael and kelly from grove city while we were in grove city solid uh we ate ice cream though it was milkshakes and not really ice cream i mean there's ice cream and milkshakes yeah yeah i had a green tea one because Mm. i thought it would be Mm. maybe interesting Mm. but i i know from the great british baking show that it's really hard to get tea flavors to show up in not tea, and I I knew this ordering this, and I'm gonna be like I was thinking this is gonna be a tricky flavor to come through. This milkshake did not come through. It basically yeah. just tasted like vanilla, uh, which is fine because I I like vanilla, so that was good. Nice. Got to see Oliver and Isabel, so that was nice. Yep. 
Um, but Always yeah, a good time. we we took no pictures at all, as it turned out. Uh, neither did nice. neither did they. Um, Anthony was gone. No, he was there. Oh, he left just like immediately week? after we left. Got it. Wow, how that seems okay. Yeah, I guess that's okay. I mean, you're just visiting, so therefore, like, you're not gonna be spending time taking all the pictures. But I didn't think about it. Uh, yeah, that's fair. It, yeah, so Every- mom and dad were shocked when we were like, "Hey, can we call? We're driving." They're like, "Where are you driving to?" <laughs> oh, and then uh, we we planned this poorly. There was a um, a Bills Pats game, if you remember, mm-hmm. on Sunday. I did see that Snapchat. Oh, okay. That. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we ran into all the Bills Pats traffic on ninety. I didn't think about it coming back from Pittsburgh. Huh. Okay. Yeah. It was a pain. I believe that. And uh, yeah, people leaving a football game aren't my favorite people to run into at a rest area. That's that's fair. That's totally fair. But it was fine. We made it back. Good. Um, I remember what else um, I did the rest of my week. What else did you do? On Tuesday, Becca and I were supposed to have dinner again with another couple, but then they had to cancel. Oh. So instead, we got Fogarty's New England clam chowder. Actually, I'm not going to call it New England clam chowder. I'm just going to call it Fogarty's clam chowder. Because it's not like your like traditional New England clam chowder. Okay. It was the stuff I brought to Gaudi yeah. Pond. It's real good. Yeah. And we had bread because bread is mm. now just yeah. like back on the menu, so it's amazing. And we had some apple pie, and <laughs> we made hot apple chiders. It was just, and then we watched Anna Green Gables. I'm sorry, so sorry. Was, did you say chiders? Yeah, it's it's hot cider, but you put a chai tea bag in it, and then it's okay. chider. Okay, that is it's, good, it's actually. It's good. It's real good. Yeah, and so we just had an evening in and watched Anna Green Gables. Um, I learned a lot more about Anna Green Gables than I knew before. Were the hills I, alive with the sound of music? You're so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Um, those those two are just fused in my mind. I know they're different, but they couldn't be more similar to my mind. Well, you obviously haven't seen Anna Green Gables because they're very different. Are there Nazis in it? No. Okay. No Nazis. Okay. None at all. Um. So yeah, it's good. I I am just looking forward to seeing the end because it's like a, a different parts. So now I'm just trying to figure out how, you know, how it's all going to come together. Hmm. Well, I could speculate wildly, but it it probably won't be the right answer. Yeah, no, I wasn't. That wasn't an invitation for you to speculate <laughs> wildly. It was just a statement. Oh, I'll have to get back to you about some some things about Michael and Kelly. By the way, well, okay. Um, uh, but in the meantime, <laughs> the actual episode content. Um, yeah, we were. So I have been thinking a lot about the Joker movie that's coming out. Um. In anticipation, there seems to be, like, backlash to the backlash to the Joker right now, and that's a lot of the Mm -hmm. things that are being written about it, so that's fun. Um, And so this is tangentially related to the Joker. Um, Okay. Oh, and there's a trailer for BoJack that just came out um, 
for those of you who don't know, Bojack Horseman is a Netflix series about the misadventures of a horse called Bojack. I thought that show got canceled. It did. Um, but it's still airing a final season. Netflix is canceling all of my favorite shows of theirs. I'm sorry. Um, so that's too bad. But he he starts out the trailer saying something like, um, I'm going to try journaling. It worked out well for some serial killer or something. Um, or it was very relieving for some serial killer. And so I spend a lot of time reading books in the 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 crazy guy writing in a journal micro genre mm-hmm. um like that Scandinavian man that you were reading in New York like that Scandinavian man that I was reading in New York uh uh Carl of Knausgard um author of my struggle um the book that I just read and wrote a uh wrote a uh, review-ish of uh, Children of the Ghetto, My Name is Adam, kind of mm-hmm. falls into that category, which I didn't expect. Uh, the other book that I just read, Blindness, a little bit does, which I didn't expect. Um, but, like, staples of the genre are, like, Notes from the Underground by Dostoevsky, um, The Diary of a Country Priest, and then some classic movies like Taxi Driver, um, which is inspiring the Joker. So this is – I've been thinking about all these things recently. Mm-hmm. And so I've been wondering why um, – and I know that you disagree with this, but this is this is, seems to be the the general view of writing in journals that either one – it is for women, or two, it is for people ranting crazily to themselves that are men. Mm-hmm. So this is this is what the public thinks. This is what you think. This is what I think people think, and also what I think. Okay. Um. And so, why do I think that? And you disagree. So, what is your what is your um, interaction with journaling. I have also journaled. So, so I guess, I guess my the reason. So, I think I disagree with it because I feel like I know many people who journal, and they're not all women or crazy people. Um, and like. I don't I won't say that I'm a prolific journaler but I have before and I don't feel like I'm a crazy person. Um and so I guess like I'm not sure like how like I don't want to say that just because this is like that's your perspective means that everybody thinks that that is how it is. If that makes sense. I think maybe it is because of your influence by the books that you read, which I think is probably fair to say. Uh, but I don't want to like speculate as to why you necessarily think that. So I and I don't want to just say like okay everybody thinks this because that's that's the way that you or I think or whatever. Would you say um, though that there is a a greater um, that on average women journal more and there is a greater expectation for women to journal? 
Um, I don't, I don't know. I don't have, like, I don't, I don't know if I feel like I can answer that question because I don't feel like I have pressure to journal. But you're, I, don't I mean, you're not a woman pressure. though. Right. So I feel like I can't answer that. I mean, so you how know, can I answer that? you know, women. Right. But like, I don't like go up and ask them, Hey, do you feel pressure to journal? Oh, you should I don't... try it sometime. It's an okay. interesting conversation. Okay. Um, so I don't know. So I don't want to necessarily speak for them. I don't think that there is necessarily any pressure for any more pressure for women to journal than men to journal, I guess. Oh, I, I disagree. Okay. Um, cause from, from what I, what I have gathered that, that, that kind of goes along with the like, uh, whole, like having your life together, organizing, planning out things like scheduling things that seems to be more of a part of uh expectations for women than it is for men i i guess maybe i i don't know i feel like that expectation is just on like adult humans in general i don't know i don't No, no one is telling me to that I need to have my life organized. Who is telling women that they need to have their life organized? As a teenager, no one was telling me that. People, culture. That's why I'm saying adult humans. That is the pressure. Like I, f- I feel pressure to have my, like, to know what I'm doing on a like weekly basis. From it's whom? just like generic. Just people, society, whatever you just said. Like, that's just like a generic, like, do you have your life together as a human adult pressure? I don't know. I I feel like there is there is less expectation of perfectionism among men. And I, I think that journaling falls into that expectation. Okay. How does journaling fall into that? That's that's part of the whole like curating your perfect life. I don't understand. What do you mean? Like bullet journaling is you set your goals, boom, journal. I don't really know how bullet journaling works. And then when you meet those goals, you journal about that too. So it's it like we talked about this about goal setting and things. That that seems to be much more part of a journaling. I've never been told to set goals for anything. Um, you've never been told to set goals? No. You've never, like, learned about smart goals or, like, even in your, like, current position, you don't have goals? No. I mean, okay. I have goals, but it's, like, graduate. Okay. So then, like, I don't know. This just, like... In my job, like, we have goals. We have, like, projects that we're working on that it's like, okay, these are our goals to hit. How do we hit these goals? But that's not personal goals. How is that not a personal goal? That's It's your work. It's not about your personal life. I mean, okay. I don't, I don't see how that's different, though. I mean, I understand the difference between work and personal. Okay, but like, that's good. But I feel like my work is still a part of who I am. Yeah, but that's not... You just said you don't even have goals in your work. Setting a goal for your job is not the same as setting a goal for your personal life. How is it different? Because you have much 
like other people defining tasks for you. It's how, like how how is it not different? I mean, I I assign my own goals at work to some extent. Yeah, but those are those are still like goals for things external to yourself. Aren't personal goals goals for things external to yourself? Not necessarily. Okay. I don't feel like so I don't know I disagree I don't think that there's any less or more pressure, at least in my stage of life. Okay. To have as, goals as a teenager, were you I, you ever like told to set personal goals? I mean, probably I don't know. I don't exactly. think that I can, but I don't I can't then go out and say that like young girls were more pressured than I was. Talk to girls. Okay. I will. But that, that this is what I have heard. I guess like so like regardless, like what's the point? Like do you disagree that goal setting is bad or that is a good thing? I think goal setting is a good thing. Regardless of whether or not it's a good thing, why does the um what I perceive to be difference exist? I don't know. Probably goes down to just like I have no idea. I don't know because it's not like be, like men didn't journal either, right? Like you go back in history, people journaled, men and women. Yeah, but it seems like right now that the how I perceive things. Journaling for women is a way to say you need to get your life in order and set goals and have this perfect life. Whereas for men, there's no expectation for that. There's no um, there's no expectation for journaling, and it the things that we do are much more outward facing and and less reflective. And so journaling then is seen as something for crazy people with too much internal state that they have to get out in some way. Okay. I I don't think that that's not really my experience. What's your experience with journaling? I think that like I have been recommended to journal like recently like to just go through and journal like not necessarily because i'm a crazy person and need to get thoughts out but just that it is a way of creating that reflection to say okay how can i um like think more deeply about what i'm experiencing or uh, what i'm going through so like recent examples i mean i think journaling can be anything right i think maybe maybe journaling can't be anything but like even taking notes about like a book I'm listening to or reading, like I would say that's journaling. Um, taking down notes on like a sermon or something, I was journaling. Writing down reflections in, from what you're reading in scripture is journaling. Um, f- like the other day, just like and by the other day, I mean like this past summer, trying was doing some journaling of like writing down questions or things that I like wanted to bring before God and then like praying into those things and reading scripture to like 
see, okay, how is God speaking into these like questions or things in my life? So I, I don't think that that makes me a crazy person. I think that means that I just want to take time to like reflect and not just like go on with my life, like living because I think reflecting is beneficial and that reflecting allows you to understand what's going on. And I think that that just because like, I don't, I don't think just quote unquote crazy people need to like get their thoughts out of their heads or think about things like in that way. I don't either. I think as, as a person who has journaled. Right. So I guess like for me, I don't know what the, what the pressures are. I don't know what that is, but I do know what my experiences are and how that has been beneficial and helpful. So I, yeah, I I I don't know if I fall outside of the purview of the the crazy person. But like why I don't why do you even want to put yourself into that framework if you like journaling and you find it helpful and it's nice to reflect on things like you don't have to be a crazy person to or I'm, even I'm like, not saying that you have to be a crazy person I'm saying that crazy people do and I don't even think that's necessarily true that's that's the perception like it's like how how did Heath Ledger prepare to be the Joker. I don't know. He wrote a journal. Like, serial killers have distinct, really but like, fine This just feels type. like correlation without causation. Like, just because you journal does not mean you're going to become a serial killer. Well, no, no, no. I think I think they they are reflective of both our expectations for men and women that um, journaling is an outlet for what you think and how you reflect on the world. Okay. And so we expect more of that from women. Like there's the, the greater expectation of like emotionality um, from women. And so it's a normal quote thing then for them to journal for men. We don't expect that. And so it becomes this thing for people who are crazy uh, because they have nowhere else to go. Okay. I, I don't, maybe that's true, but like, I don't think that that is like, I don't know. How does it help if, what, what do you want to talk about that? Like, well, so is I, I, so I think that that is, that's something that we can observe from how people view journaling. And so, why and should that change? I mean, yeah, I think it should change. I don't, I don't, I mean, I think sometimes it's helpful to look at why. I don't know why that is. Probably like some kind of like sexism thing, right? Where it's like, okay, the men goes out and works in the field and the women stays at home in journals. I don't know. Um, but I don't I think it should change. Right. Because like just because like people might think that like or the the stereotype is that, is that women are more emotional, like doesn't mean that men don't have emotions, too, and don't need to also process them. Mm -hmm. So like 
I think yes. And I think like regardless of who you are, if you find journaling helpful, go for it. If you don't find journaling helpful, don't worry about it, whether you're a man or a woman or whoever. Like it, it if I th- the way I see journaling is it is it's going to be helpful for you to like process things, um, remember things. Um, it, it are those is is there help that can come from that? If so, go for it. If there's another way that you can do that, and that you do that, that's that's great too. I think it's more like I don't I don't know, and I maybe I'm just being more stereotypical, but I think like. I don't know. That's probably stereotyping. I was going to talk about like internal versus external processors, but that's probably like more stereotypes that aren't necessarily helpful either. But like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think all, all ways of categorizing things aren't necessarily unhelpful stereotypes. Right. Yeah. Side rant though. Okay. I I really it it really bugs me when people say like if it works for you great but if not don't do it. It especially I was listening to a podcast where they were talking about this with astrology and they're like mm-hmm. if astrology works for you great but it's it's wrong and no one should listen to it. And I'm like th- then why is it why like why is it fine then if like lots of things help people do things it, it just because something helps someone doesn't mean that they should do it like some people uh you know this is not a lot of people obviously but some people like relieve stress from torturing animals that doesn't mean that they should do it or like um vandalizing things that might relieve your stress but you shouldn't vandalize things so mm-hmm. i just think that's a i, I yeah I, I think that's a terrible defense for something but anyway that's unrelated that that doesn't apply to journaling like journaling is a far less destructive thing to do so it's fine if you don't do it right so i think like the what i was saying right is like i'm focusing on journaling right yeah if i if if you were at if you were saying vandalism is how you understand the world around you and process things i would say don't do that right yep but like this is specifically talking about right 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 i agree but just like something helping someone like cope with life doesn't make it a good thing heroin is bad yep i agree this is an unrelated (laughs) side rant (laughs) okay good i just want to make sure that that you weren't saying that so yeah I, i i don't know I don't know how the stereotype came about. I don't know why. I think it's I think it's probably unhelpful. I don't know if that's where you're going with it because I think it probably puts pressure on people who don't need that pressure to and then it becomes not helpful, right? I think whenever you have pressure to do something and it's not out of like an actual desire to do it, right? It usually doesn't have the same effect. Like if I I'm trying to think of an example What's the point of journaling? I I would I, my counterexample was going to be Serena Williams, but that's never mind. I don't um, know Serena Re- Re- Williams journaling. Oh, okay. it's not about journaling; it's about being pressured to do something. Okay. Um, what's the point of journaling? I think that can differ from person to person. I don't think that, like, I don't what think is jur- your purpose just, in like, journaling? My purpose in journaling is to um, 
remember things. So, for instance, if I'm listening to a sermon or, um, which you might not consider these things journaling, but I'm going to. I don't, um, but it's fine. <laughs> I'm going to. Um, listening to a sermon or reading a book, I can write down things that if I turn away from them, again, I might forget. Or if I'm thinking about it later, I can say, oh, let me go back to this so I can remember it. Um, we're different people, Austin. So just because I read something doesn't mean I remember it forever. If that's what your little eyebrows. No, that was like, that was like, that's not journaling, but anyway, that's fine. It, but so I guess that's my point about like, I don't want to say this is what journaling should be because like, I don't think it's helpful to say this is what it has to look like because then if that's not what it like you're just forcing yourself into it. Like if I can get down ideas, even if I'm writing something that you would say is not journaling, it still can be helpful for me to process things um, in a way that's helpful. I think um, other times I've just journaled about things like experiences in my life and like how I feel about them. I do. I've journaled like prayers out loud or not like out loud, but like written prayers which I think can be like helpful sometimes because it allows you to kind of look back on like how you're thinking and what you're feeling. Um, let's see, what are some other things that I've done? Um, but yeah, I think that it's helpful to remember um, if it's, it's helpful to look back and see, okay, this is how I felt in this moment. And now I can look back with the perspective and see, okay, this is how, like God brought me out of this, or this is how um, God was faithful in these times. Um, so I think, yeah, I would say that's why journal to remember, to reflect, um, and to just like, again, I'm calling this journal. You may not call it journal. I don't care if you disagree with, <laughs> with it because I think it counts. I mean, um, I would disagree with some of it, but not all of it. Right. But, um, so yeah, because I want to help myself remember, help myself reflect, um, and like look back on God's faithfulness as well as like process thing, help like process things and like get thoughts and things that are in my head out on paper. And so it's easier to view them from their proper perspective. The, when I, when I journaled more regularly, it was not at all like that. Um, most of my journaling uh, revolves around uh, finding and diagnosing the ills of society and then um, <laughs> uh, saying what I, I think should be done or how that impacts the uh, the way in which we view ourselves in society. That's my type of journaling. Not and at I all the same. I would never do that. It's, I think it's fun um, so if you're interested, you could give it a whirl, but, um, but I guess that's, that's my point, right? Like why I don't think it's helpful to say, this is what it has to look like. Because like, if you, if I had to force myself to journal like you did, I would get nowhere. I would just quit. And you, you would see no point in journaling what I, how I would do it. Right. So like, I, I guess like. If you, like, I don't know, this is why you I'm, went on your side ramp. But, like, I'm, if it's help, do the things that are helpful. I'm not trying That's to define journaling. I, I mm -hmm. am just saying these are the stereotypes that I find that exist. 
and I find mm -hmm. them to be unhelpful for everyone involved. I agree. Um, but so and that so why I said I don't necessarily feel like my journaling excludes me from the ranks of crazy people. That mm -hmm. is when I decided that I am in fact a wizard. So that's that doesn't that doesn't help my argument. Um, but like, but I guess like you, I I think feel like the thing about stereotypes is like you don't like even if they might be true doesn't mean that you have to like define yourself by that, which I know you're not. It's uh, I don't know I find I like I like it I like categorizing things, I think that's fun. Right, but like, I don't think it's helpful. Like, why do you, like, you can be someone, just because you're crazy, quote-unquote, in the crazy person category doesn't mean that you have to end up like a this uh, murderer or things like that. Like, I guess, like, it's not helpful to, th I don't think it's helpful. I don't know. Even I, if think, you, I think categorization is helpful because th then you can, you can compare and contrast yourself to other things that may or not be be within the same category as you like how can um, you how how can you say that it's like you just said earlier that the stereotypes are unhelpful for everyone involved but now you're saying it's helpful i mean i think i think those stereotypes are generally unhelpful because of uh where they come from but i think categorization in general is helpful in some ways i feel like I feel like it's less about categorization and more of maybe like reflecting. What do you mean? Journaling? No, no, no. Like reflecting, like I don't want to use the word comparing because I don't think comparing is necessarily great, but like, what do you mean? So, so Compare not is necessarily, a fine word. but I don't like the idea of comparing myself to like other people. Um, in 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 what sense because that's i mean that's the same that's like why stereotypes are unhelpful right or, or why no. categorizations can be unhelpful I like because i'm comparing of. myself that i have to look like this or i have to do like do this or i have to meet this expectation no no and no i think that's unhelpful I, no i think there are helpful comparisons to people so for example Ooh. if i read notes from the underground and think wow this guy gets me but he ends up like adrift from all society and cut off and miserable and alone. I can look, I can think, hmm, this guy gets me, but I don't want to end up like that. So what do I need to do or not do in order to um, reach or not reach the goals that he does? Or how am I like this person? Do I like their life? And what can I, what, like, comparing things is not necessarily bad it's how you're comparing things i i understand that and that so that's why i was trying to find a different word besides compare because in my mind comparing i i, I don't <laughs> listen i understand what you just said and so that's why i tried to use the term re reflecting because i think when you think about comparing it's it's more of a negative thing i'm not saying that you can't like reflect and say okay i can see myself in this person but i don't want to end up like that so i can you know 
work to change things. I think that's fine. But I don't that my whole point was that I just didn't in my mind, that's what I think about when I hear the word comparing yourself to someone else. And so I wanted to try a different word to better convey um Is contrasting better say. or worse? I think contrasting is better. Which um, is is weird, but I agree. But I, I don't I don't I wish know. it wasn't true. Right. Um so yeah, how did we get there? Um well I'm just I'm just Putting trying to defend. categorizations. Right. I'm trying to like what's what's there are useful things about like genre, for example. Genre is kind of like stereotypes but different. Mm-hmm. And so there are useful things about that because you can compare things that are, are alike to each other and and so then you you have more you have more nuance then in the differences between those like things then mm-hmm. like how do you compare uh jello and like um i don't know uh a bloomin' onion for example they're so wildly mm-hmm. different you, you you can't have any nuance in your comparison between mm-hmm. like a jello and uh pudding versus a bloomin' onion and jello i hate this example <laughs> Uh, but that's that's what I'm going for. Right. I think that to some extent that is fair and that categorization can be helpful. Um, but I don't I, – I don't know. I guess I'm wary of it too because I, I don't – I like can that's tell. The ho- but like the, because I don't think it's – I think it can be more detrimental than it can be helpful sometimes. I when, well, Yeah. So I guess that's why I'm wary of but it. But it – it's not always i'm not i don't i don't think it is either i don't think stereotypes are okay um, um it depends on what you're using them for okay like if you if your stereotype is like this is a, this is a toy example that no one actually considers to be a stereotype but if you assume that there's not going to be any zebras in New York City, if you hear something clomping towards you, you're not going to assume it's a zebra. I don't. Is that a stereotype? Uh, let me look. Oh, I was gonna. Google I guess the reason, but I just googled zebra. I guess the reason I don't like stereotypes is that even like, it it, it takes something large and brings it down to the individual, which I don't think is fair to the individual. Yeah, um, that's true, but it's yeah. Shorthand isn't necessarily unuseful, but it is. It is. It is often unfair to individuals. But if you think about like, okay, what is what is the the roots of the stereotype? I think that can help you reach deeper insights about groups. And Potentially, the inter- and the interactions of groups. Potentially, but I'm always going to be air on the side of. I don't want to, like, lean towards that way because I just think generally, on an individual level, I don't think they're helpful. And maybe even on a larger scale, probably not necessarily helpful. I mean, it depends on what you mean by helpful. I don't know either.
but we're I think we're diverging into a different topic. I think we're 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 at the heart of the issue. <laughs> I, we we both agree that the stereotypes that you were talking about journaling aren't helpful for anyone involved. Um, right, right. But I I just want to compare. I like I want to defend comparison as a general thing, which which you seem to be just very averse to. And I, I just don't like I don't like the term comparing. Because, and maybe that's just me personally, which I'm willing to admit that, think that it has a negative connotation to it. It does have a negative connotation, but that doesn't mean it's not useful. So I'd rather use a different word. Okay. Um, I just want to defend, I don't, I don't know, in real life, okay, in definition life, comparing is a much more, like, it's a nicer word than contrasting. Contrasting is looking at the difference in things. Comparing is looking at the similarities in things. But that's not how we use the word compare. Uh, we use right. it to mean the opposite. So that's mm-hmm. that's kind of that's a frustrating thing for me. Right, but I think contrasting is is yeah. I mean, I that's fair. But even contrasting, I think like you can is like looking at the differences and appreciating those differences, which I think is also like can be helpful but i see what you're saying yeah i just categorization is not bad as a inherent thing it depends on how you use it uh but anyway journaling's fine and and so like i like to categorize myself as different things it to see how that it to see how it changes how you view yourself and others. Okay. How so, do you had how do you not like because because you're I guess I'm thinking like you are more than a categorization. Like you, you can fit into like multiple aspects. How do you not lose who you are inside of that category. Um, I I don't Okay. Generally, I don't understand the question, but um I don't that's that's the f- the fun of like trying different categories, right? Because inherent in that is the assumption that you don't necessarily fit into any of them. But you can kind of fit into some of them, and so like, even even looking at the category itself can be helpful in understanding yourself. It's like, okay, I um, was like a track guy in high school, so does that make me a jock? Not really, because of other things. But like, I could view myself through that lens, and so then how does that change? how I look at my high school experience. Um, okay. It's it's just, it's like, it's a fun, it's a fun way to look at the world. <laughs> I I will trust you on that. I don't know if I've ever done that, so it's, it's don't like, really know if I can comment. No, no, it's just like, it's it's just like fun juxtapositions of things that include yourself. It's like um, when I was comparing Emma and The Office. 
like on the surface they don't fit into any categories together. But if you change how you look, if you change what category you're looking into, they like fit really nicely together. And so that it lets you draw out perhaps how things are 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 more or further distance from each other kind of beyond just superficially. Or, I mean, if you wanted to, you could just group things superficially and call it a day. But that's boring and uh, lazy, usually unhelpful. <laughs> okay. I'll take your word for it. Any last thoughts about journaling, though? Um, journaling, I would say, is unlike heroin. Um, so if it if it does help you, then you should do it. Um, and if it doesn't help you, go ahead and don't. But I th I think if you if you don't do it, try it. It's um, it could be fun, could be helpful. Mm -hmm. um, apparently, whatever you want is journaling. So do whatever you want. <laughs> no, I guess don't like, don't do whatever you want. Do whatever you I want guess... in the context of journaling. Don't do heroin. I guess for me, like, the reason I like to say those things are journaling is because, like, it's something that I'm going, I know I'm going to do. And so, like, to me, the idea of, like, writing down the, the great thing, problems of the world and trying to fix them, that that's not something that I'm going to do. So, like, if I set myself up with that is what journaling is, then I'm going to fail and I'm, it's not going to be helpful. And so I guess, like, that's that's why I would consider that. Like, I understand that that's probably not okay. You can't just, like, decide this is what something is because it's helpful for you. But, like, t to some extent, right, like, why do I only write on the right side of my journals and not use both pages? It's because so I can finish the journal, right? Because, like, I, I have an accomplishment. That's why I do it. Like, I would I, – I really hate the um, – the – kind of roundedness that forms on the left-hand side of the page. Um, mm -hmm. And so that's why I don't use it. Though it, so, it gets that way towards the back. Sometimes right, I, I was switch say that. which side I use. Um, but yeah, no. If, if you're thinking about journaling, go for it. Ignore all the stereotypes and the pressures to do whatever is stereotypical journaling. Or if, um, if you feel pressured to journal, don't. <laughs> I, I, I don't, don't know. know if I'd necessarily go with that blanket statement. Yeah. Because I think journaling can still be helpful even if the pressure is there. But, like, don't do it because of the pressure. Do it because you want to. But I w So I would say that you're, you are categorizing notes as journaling because you think that journaling is important. Right. Well, I think that reflecting is important. I think that's a way of reflecting. That's changing the categories, though. That's what I was just talking about. Sure. <laughs> um, so, any recommendations other than journaling um, uh, for this week? I'm going to... Um, what was I going to recommend? I recommend Mo and the Big Exit, if you okay. haven't seen it. I um, apparently have. I think it's kind of funny. Now, I will tell you, I was like holding a child, so I was kind of like focused more on him not crying for his mom than focusing mm -hmm. on the movie, but it's still pretty good. Um, 
so far, I'd recommend Anne Green Gables. Um, it's well done. Uh, I'm intrigued to figure out how it all goes, and um, it's just a fun time. Um, what else did I do this week? Um, there was something else that I was thinking about. Um, if you get a chance to hike Mount Washington, I would. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's what I got. Um, I just read a book by, sorry, I'm yawning, Henry Green, uh, called Blindness. It's his first book. I have been looking for books by Henry Green for a long time. I, I once, um mistakenly remembered that his name was Graham Green and I picked up a book called The End of an Affair by Graham Green. Uh realized when I got home that they were completely different people with the last names of Green who happened to be writing at the same time. Um so that was a little embarrassing. But End of an Affair by Graham Green is also good. There's an audible version written read by Colin Firth if you're into that kind of thing. Really? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, nice. And so Henry Green, fun fact, uh, was a foreman at a, at a factory. And none of the people that worked with him knew that he wrote anything at all. But he wrote, like, I think it was, like, six books while he was working there. Um, his real name was Henry York. But he went by Henry Green because he's uh, embarrassed about – I don't know if he's necessarily embarrassed, but he's private and doesn't want people to know that he's writing things, which I respect a lot. So, uh, But it was good. It started out um, with the main character, John, writing in journals um, and talking about Dostoevsky. So that's – that. if you want to be in the – guy writing in a journal subgenre first off it has to be a guy writing in a journal and you have to name check Dostoevsky so kudos <laughs> to him for doing both of those things uh-huh uh but it was interesting it, it I thought it was going to end one way but it it switched and changed to another way so that was exciting uh so yeah that's uh I'd recommend it I ha- also picked up his book Living at the the same bookstore, so looking forward to reading that. Though I, I was, uh, Amelia was able to find for me a copy of Duck's Newberry Port, so I'm nice. reading that now. Well done. So this is the book that only has one sentence. It's one sentence, yeah. Uh, th- okay, that that's so there are, there are um, interludes, by other people and or animals. Mm-hmm. Um, those are not just one sentence. Fascinating. But the main body of the text is a sentence. Just as a willful choice, it could very easily be multiple sentences. Right, right. Uh, but yeah, I hope you guys have a great week. Um, it's cold here now. I had to turn on yeah. the heat in my house. You turned on the heat. Yeah. Wow. The low is like 30 today. Yeah, that's fair. I think it was probably in the 30s this morning. So, yeah, hope you all don't freeze to death. Get your sweaters.
Oh, uh, look who's wearing a sweater right now. This guy. So, anyways, see you all next week.